Welcome to the weekend show where we look back at the highlights of the week on Money with Friends and get you ready for the week to come. It is Saturday, October 10th. Let's talk money with our friends. Welcome to the Money with Friends podcast. I am certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, host of the Financial Grown Up podcast, coming to you from my very grown up kitchen in New York City. And coming to you from Palm Springs, California, where we make the Stacking Benjamin Show. I'm Joe Salcihai. Here on Money with Friends, we talk about the latest personal finance headlines. We add in insights and wisdom from our fantastic cast of thought leaders. We mix in questions and comments from our money friends. We leave you with a takeaway to make it your own. But today, Joe, we are doing something very different. We are this week and uh, from for now on, for now on, from now on. From, the, from this point forward, how about that? We are going to recap the week that was and give you a glimpse into next week. So you can look through the pack catalog and hear about some of the big themes and go back and listen to those episodes. And we'll also preview uh, not what's coming up on the show so much as uh, economic data, news to look out for, things in the financial world that you might want on your radar this coming week. Yes. And slightly off topic of that, but yes, something about next week. I did want to announce before we get into the show that I am going to be part of a big, big, big event called the Mama's Talk Money Summit. It is a five-day virtual event, over 40 speakers, all women and moms, all ready to help you guys feel more confident with your money and reach your goals. You can get a free pass for that. Thanks to us here at Money with Friends by going to moneywithfriendspodcast.com forward slash Mama's Talk Money. That's moneywithfriendspodcast.com forward slash Mama's Talk Money for your free pass. Um, great five days, Glennon Doyle, um, Patrice Washington's going to be speaking speaking, Jamila Soufran, and yours truly. So get your tickets. I'll see you there. The Budget Nista will be there too, I believe. Yes. Tiffany yes. Aliche will be there. Should be yes. awesome. We've got a fantastic show today. Let's see which one of our friends is going to help us kick this thing off. This is Julian from Rich and Regular. Just when you thought it couldn't get better. It's time for our headlines. All right. Let's begin by talking, Bobby, about uh, the week in review. We started off on Monday with a story about fiduciaries. And man, that was one of our longest shows of the week because the, the financial advisors talk all the time about fiduciaries. The public still really largely has no idea what the heck a fiduciary really is. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we discuss what it is, meaning they can't just recommend something that's suitable for you. They have to recommend something that's really the best thing for you. And that can affect how they get paid. So a lot of companies are not really promoting the idea of the fiduciary, even if they are currently held to a fiduciary standard. It seems like something they kind of don't want to become a mainstream thing that people talk about and ask about. Yeah, I think the takeaway from that, the big takeaway was make sure if you're meeting with a financial advisor that they are a fiduciary. But we also talked a lot about fees in that episode. But for more on that, go back to Monday. On Tuesday, uh, Grant Sabatier, Bobby, joined you and you guys talked about dying nearly broke. Yes. And I was so thrilled with um, this piece by our friend Farnoosh Tarabi, who actually, here's the sneak preview, is going to be on Money with Friends next week um, because 
she wrote this really compelling headline that she wanted to die with an empty bank account. And at first I personally was very upset for her. I was going to give her a call and be like, you know, you can't do this to your children. This is not fair to your family. I know that, you know, you want to live life to the fullest, but come on. But when I read through the piece, my, she won me over, but only for her, not for me. And so I would encourage everyone to listen to that. And Grant also had some very compelling thoughts about it. He also understood her points, but it is a nuanced argument and it's not so cut and clear what she is saying. I mean, I mean, it's clear what she is saying, but the issue is not as simple as I want to leave nothing to my children. We talk about the fact that there are some very prominent people that talk about not leaving huge inheritance to inheritances to their children, but Again, that doesn't mean they're cutting them out completely. It's done with love. It's done with support. It's done with financial education. So we really like talking about that piece. And I'm really excited that that episode is out there for people to listen to as a resource going forward. I also like the piece of that, that uh, life is about experiences. It's not about accumulating stuff that you're never going to use, Bobby. I think that's an important point. Yeah. And it's important, you know, Farnoosh, who's the author of the article, and again, one of our money friends this season, you know, has two young children. And I think it's important that she um, makes the point that she's going to have those experiences with her children and spend the resources appropriately um, as she has. She's written a number of controversial pieces actually recently that I think will be interesting for our subscribers, our listeners to hear more about as the season goes on. And as Farnoosh is part of our team as well. Um, she talked about taking more cash out of the market, I believe, and things like that, about becoming a little more conservative with her investments. So Farnoosh is not afraid to go out on a limb and do something that goes against the conventional money advice. And Grant and I had a lot to say about that. On on Wednesday, you guys pivoted to a topic that I think we all uh, can appreciate, which is the fact that, <laughs> well, emotions are already running high because of the pandemic, right? And um, and now we're, we're in election season, which makes elections run even higher. Uh, it's a very stressful time for a lot of people. There's uh, just all kinds of stuff in the news, in the media. And then, you know, people are still half homeschooling kids if they have children at home. Hello. And, 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 and even if you don't, if you have a job, there's very little separation of your job and your home life anymore. Right. So dealing with all these things is tough. And I like what you guys talked about on Wednesday, which is trying to keep your emotions in check during this weird time when you're investing. Thing. And what I really enjoyed about this conversation with Grant Sabatier, who you guys may know, he's the author of Financial Freedom and the creator of Millennial Money, is that he was very candid about the fact that he disagrees with the idea of just set it and forget it. He thinks that it's important to check in and revisit your investments and your asset allocation, not in an overly emotional way, but in a thoughtful way. And that it's important to be cognizant of where you are investing, that the idea of just shoveling money, um, uh, you know, dollar cost averaging into the same, same, same thing may not be the best thing ever. You do may, you may want to diversify. You may also think you're diversified when you're not. So, of course, the very first step is to just get investments going. But once you're past that beginner stage, Grant really talked a lot about how, you know, you can't just leave it up to chance. You do have to um, get involved in this, your money. Th this is an episode where I was yelling at my machine because I wanted to be in the middle of that conversation because I do think that it's at a set it's at a set time. Don't, don't, you know, go at random times, set a set time, maybe twice a year, weed the garden, so to speak, like Grant's talking about, and then get out of it. Because study after study shows that if, if you don't make it a set time, you're going to, you're going to start market timing, whether you want to or not. 
which I think you guys even brushed on that a, a good amount. Yeah. And yeah. there is a difference between market timing and maybe having some cash set aside, as Grant talked about, to invest when you do see opportunities. They're very different things. So yeah. it's a really good episode. There's a lot of nuances there that we can't get into here. So I would really encourage people to go back and listen to that episode from last Wednesday. On Thursday, we switched points of view because we had Jason Harris join me on the show. Uh, by the way, these shows were audio only. So if you're looking for us on YouTube, you're not going to find those. I had some I had, I had some really, really bad internet problems. And so Jason was nice enough to just do audio only. But on those shows, Bobby, we started off by talking about companies. Surprisingly, companies are spending more money on advertising, but the way they're spending it is not the traditional TV, radio, big media. Now it's influencers, which are proving two things. Number one, it's cheaper for companies to buy. And number two, people like to buy from their friends. They like referrals and you're much more likely to see an influencer as somebody who's in your corner. I also like the fact that Jason talked about how the metrics are changing. Frankly, you can see, or the, the clients that he has, because he runs a huge advertising agency, can see specifically what worked and what didn't in almost real time, which is something when you do the TV campaign, a national TV campaign, maybe it would span two years. Maybe you'd feel like there's more brand recognition, but there's no way to really prove that in a an analytical way. Now there's so many analytics available that people can really see what's working and what's not. And you can be going much more directly to the public. My favorite story on this was how he he's calls it like the million dollar sweatshirt. And I'm actually wearing a branded sweatshirt in honor of Jason. You can see it's my mama's talk money segment. My So in honor of Chelsea Brennan, one of our money friends, as we mentioned the mama's talk money, which we'll talk about later today, but the branding that you send people, Chelsea sent all of the speakers, all of this branded stuff. And it's really effective. Jason talked about Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. And, and, and he sent Ben and Jerry's some uh, swag and the uh, chief marketing officer, as they were outbidding to companies much bigger than Mechanism, his company, uh, he looks down and he's wearing a Mechanism sweatshirt. And he's like, why wouldn't we have them pitch? And Jason, his company got to pitch to Ben and Jerry's. And now they've been working on Ben and Jerry's stuff for a long time on top of a lot of other big campaigns, Nordstrom, notably right. uh, lots of big, lots of big companies. And, and Joe, he sent me and he probably sent you mechanism swag after being he did. on our individual ones. And guess where he is now? Big time. He's on money <laughs> with a, friends because we have all of the mechanism swag good and point. he sends high quality swag, my friends, because my husband, you know, that he took all the stuff. Of course, like he the t-shirt, such great material, Jason. So I don't have it anymore because my husband took it, but that's, high quality swag. That's funny. Cheryl so does important. the same thing. Whenever I get great swag, I don't get to own it. Cheryl does. Uh, uh, and then we pivoted to to uh, end the week this week with uh, the saddest story of the week. Uh, rocker Eddie Van Halen passed away. Uh, Bobby, we started the year with Kobe Bryant passing away, who was an icon and uh, and a guy who a lot of people looked up to. And at the here near the end of the year, Eddie Van Halen on the other end. And we talked about Eddie Van Halen's career. And it was interesting to get Jason's take on how it's a two-step process. Step one is be good at something, but then number two, you have to market it. You can't just market nothing, but you also can't be good in height. It's got to be both things. Yeah, I like that. I also like the fact that Jason talked about the pivot, that he had an unexpected wrinkle in his business. He had this huge hit with the band when it was headed by David Lee Roth. And then David Lee Roth famously left and people thought, oh, well, maybe this is a classic scenario where the lead singer leaves, has a solo career and the band sort of fades into the background. 
uh-uh, he got Sammy Hagar and had probably just as many, if not more hits. So that was a big business pivot that we can all learn. Um, he also talked about the fact that the way that he played the guitar was different. He's not a classically trained musician, as I understand it. So he kind of adapted it. He patented it. Okay. He literally patented this, uh, uh, this device that he made for his, um, his guitar. So he was definitely, you know, thinking about business and, Jason also pointed out that he was always adding to his skill set. So he put in, you know, definitely the, those 10,000 hours to become this amazing guitarist. But he also played keyboards, which people sort of were a little bit surprised about. <laughs> but it worked. He did it on some of the biggest songs. I have to add before you before you cut me off, Joe, the highlight of the show. And this is why people absolutely must listen to it. It's Joe singing. And I think Jason chimed in, too. But Joe definitely was singing. I'm just a gigolo by <laughs> David Lee Roth. So you guys got it. You must, bar was, must, must, must listen to that show. The bar was high. In just a yes. moment, uh, Bobby and I are going to take a quick look at the week ahead. Uh, what economic data is coming out and also what companies are reporting earnings. What type of news might we have in the week ahead? We'll have that in just a moment. But first, Bobby, tell us a little bit more about this big conference that you're talking at. Yes, absolutely. So first of all, by the way, we do have people in our audience who are very interested in it. It is geared towards women and moms, but of course, dads can participate, men can participate. It is open to everyone. I'm really excited about the Mama's Talk Money Summit. As you mentioned, Joe, um, Patrice Washington is going to be part of it. Jamila Soufrant, Glennon Doyle. We have Claire Wasserman from Ladies Get Paid. It is a five-day virtual event, over 40 speakers, including me. Um, the speakers are all women or moms, um, and they're all ready basically to help us feel more confident about our money and reach our goals. So if you are looking to ditch the financial stress, which I have a lot of personally, and you want to feel more confident about your money, especially in this time with the coronavirus and so many different new things coming after us. This is a summit that will help you get there. Um, there's over 30 sessions that are all in the personal finance career and business area. The content is going to focus on creating a thriving mindset, budgeting, investing and building wealth, career and entrepreneurship, and then teaching your kids to be financial rock stars. That's so that's every day is going to have a theme. There's going to be live Q&A with uh, the speakers during their presentations. That means I have to remember to actually be there on time, Joe. It's marked in bright red on many different calendars. Chelsea is on my case about that. Uh, but she also gives away a ton of stuff. I mean, as we're taping, I am wearing this sweatshirt that I am obsessed with. It is so comfortable. Apparently, they're very famous. Um, she sent us great swag. There's great swag being given away. And also just helpful things like workbooks and templates. Um Lots of free giveaways, over $10,000 in free stuff is going to be wow. given away. So go to moneywithfriendspodcast.com forward slash mama's talk money. You can get your free ticket there, moneywithfriendspodcast.com, mama's talk money. And I will see you guys there. That's going to be so fun. Speaking of fun, let's talk about the week ahead. Monday is a holiday, Columbus Day holiday, Indigenous People holiday, the day when a dude showed up on an island without a mask and infected a bunch of people day. Maybe we call it that, or is it too soon for that? We don't what? Wanna, we don't want to call it that. Uh, on Monday, though, that means there's not a lot happening in the United States. We will get car and truck sales, which is going to show us a lot about what's happening, Bobby, in Detroit. And also, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of show people why to buy big ticket items right now. I think uh, 
that's probably the highlight of Monday. Besides, it's not a holiday in the UK where Manchester United soccer team, which is public, people can invest in it. That's going to kick off the week. Kick off the week. Okay. So also, by the way, we care about car sales because it's not just about the car sales. It's about people financing the car, sh- the car. So it's also a financial indicator. And we're going to talk about financial stocks for later in the week in just a moment. Absolutely. On Tuesday, uh, that's <laughs> when the week really gets going. It's Amazon Prime Day. We're going to actually talk about that on Monday. But we also received trade reports. And we've heard lots of grumblings that a uh, lot going on in trade lately. So that could be interesting. Fed Chairman Powell will speak. I don't think we expect a lot there. But on Tuesday, when we look at all the companies that are declaring earnings, we've got a lot of financial companies, BlackRock, JP Morgan Chase, Citigroup, and Charles Schwab, uh, all of those companies. So we'll see what's going on in the banking and uh, world of finance. But the big one for me, Bobby, is Delta Airlines on Monday. And Mm -hmm. we're going to see, we've heard lots about how the airlines are going to be laying a lot of people off if there's not more stimulus. I'm sure I'm sure on Tuesday with Delta, we're going to get a lot more. Yeah. I mean, look, airlines are an airline or a sector getting a lot of coverage in the news right now. Because first of all, we're going to be hearing from them next week. So everyone's watching and seeing, you know, what's actually really going on. But they have been lobbying for this separate stimulus deal because they are now at the point where they have been furloughing workers. And so I'm looking forward to hearing what their game plan is with or without government help. They don't have a great track record for what they do with government money. I mean, this round, it's been so far so good and that they have been using the money, as I understand it, to pay workers, which is what the payroll, um, all these assistance programs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what that's for. So they've been using the money to keep people employed. But in the past, they do have a bad rep for using money in ways that um, benefited their shareholders over the consumers and their employees, things like doing stock buybacks and stuff. So people are, are skeptical about how the airline leadership is going to behave. So I think that's part of what the barrier that they face. And they might get some tough questions from analysts about that. Wednesday, still prime day. So money flying out of all of our pockets as we score the latest deals on Amazon, plus the latest mortgage rates still low refinance if you haven't yet. We're also going to have lots of news on consumer credit over the summer. You know, one thing that people are going are worrying about that as stimulus uh, comes to an end, Bobby, is uh, who's staying afloat and are we seeing people start to default on their credit? That will also be interesting, as will oil and gas production, all kinds of oil and gas production news on Wednesday. So we're going to see if uh, gas prices staying low, probably as more of us work from home. On the company report, Port side, by the way, we will also see if Delta Airlines is alone or if the other major airlines are going to follow suit. United in an American Airlines uh, report on Wednesday, so we'll hear from them. Alcoa will give us some news on manufacturing, but lots of big banks and lots of people uh, that are customer facing Bank of America, Wells Fargo, among others. We might hear something about United Healthcare, uh, or excuse me, something about healthcare because big giant United Healthcare will weigh in with their earnings. And by the way, on Wednesday, if you're not sleeping well, the sleep number company is going to be reporting earnings. So, you know, maybe we can sleep soundly knowing that sleep number is doing well. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, we'll see. I'm particularly interested in the banks in general because they have been doing 
a better, a good job of putting more money aside for emergencies. And so if their balance sheets are shored up, then going forward, that leaves a lot more room for good news in the future. So I'm going to be looking to see what they say about what's happening going forward with the banks. Thursday, uh, jobless numbers. Uh, most of our audience, I don't think, knows this. Bobby knows this better than most because this is a report Every you week. used to always do. Every week on Thursday, we find about jobs. But man, I, I have to tell you, I've been glued it's to jobs. Job, it's weekly, weekly jobless claims. Weekly jobless claims. But I think we've all been glued to it this year as we're yeah. seeing what's the fallout, right? I mean, we, we well, reported yeah. just over a week ago about Disney. We've heard the airlines talking about laying off a lot of people now. Um, lots of other companies following suit. So what are jobless claims going to look like on Thursday? And then also uh, 33 companies declaring earnings next week. Walgreens, Boots Alliance, Del Taco Restaurants. We'll see if the tacos alive and well. I can't wait to see that one. Honeywell and Morgan Stanley, among others. We round out the week on Friday with 20 companies, uh, financial giant State Street and Ally Financial. But you know what I'm interested in? transportation companies, Kansas City Southern, J.B. Hunt, because, um, you know, I think that gives us a look into retail and commerce and how we're doing when you see how transportation companies are doing on yeah. Thursday. Yeah. I mean, look, our infrastructure, as much as consumers are not traveling, doing as much leisure travel, and we're not seeing so much business travel, the infrastructure for um, moving goods across our country um, has been really challenged. I mean, we tried to get a desk. There's been a lot of stories written about desks. We tried to get a desk um, for our now 21-year-old who's a junior in college. And it took a really long time because the systems are just backed up because everyone's ordering the same thing at the same time. And the supply chain has really been impacted by the coronavirus and all those things, all the stuff. Let's talk about who our guests are coming up this week because Bobby and I are going to be joined by uh, another couple great thought leaders. So on uh, Monday, it'll be you and I talking Amazon Prime. Tuesday mm -hmm. and Wednesday, we won't give away what we talk about yet because we generally wait until the last minute so we can get the, the closest news possible. But uh, Bobby, who's joining you this week? I am going to have Liz Seagran. I always, I always overthink pronouncing her last name. So I'm hoping I'm doing it correct. Um, Seagran. And she's just so awesome. So she was recently on my financial grown up podcast. And I was like, I have to have you on money with friends. She wrote the rocket years, which is all about the different things that we learn in our twenties and how that sets the foundation for the rest of our life. Um, her day job is that she is a fashion business writer for fast company magazine. And so it's perfect for next week when we're going to be having so much detail going on. We can get her take on what's going on in the industry. So, and then Thursday and Friday, Joe, you have Farnoosh Chirabi. Farnoosh Chirabi on. joining me. And it's funny. I have my fast company right here. I was, you have printed magazines. Oh my God. I did. Well, we I don't have those anymore. I take them like on, on I take them on airplanes, uh, because you I go on air. We don't do airplanes either. Well, sadly I did <laughs> as we were going around the country earlier, I was on airplanes a lot. So, uh, but fast company, I absolutely love in the hardcover edition, but yes, Farnoosh will join us. We talked about her earlier. That's going to be fantastic. And then we're back here on Saturday, you and I with another week in review and a look ahead. That's going to do it for this week. Thanks to everybody for joining us. Uh, thank you to Tim for recognizing how awesome my pun was earlier in the show because Bobby didn't give me any of that. Thanks to everybody. Nope, I did out. not. Thanks nope, to everybody. Not giving you anything. <laughs> hanging out with us on YouTube. Uh, and thanks to you, Bobby, for another great week. 
Thank you, Joe, for making me do all this work. <laughs> she's, she's, she's Bobby. I'm Joe. We'll see you back here on Monday with another week of Money with Friends. Bye-bye. This show is created and hosted by us, Joe Salcihai and Bobby Rebel, and it's edited and produced by Ashley Wall. Money with Friends is a product of Money with Friends, LLC, copyright 2020. For a list of the thought leaders who appear on the podcast and links to the stories discussed, head to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. You can also check out our schedule for upcoming recording sessions so you can join us and be part of the show. Also, be sure to follow us on social media at moneyfriendspod on both Instagram and Twitter. Look out for our polls and quizzes. You could get a shout out on the show. We're well worth following. We promise. As with anything, remember you shouldn't take advice from any of us or or any other videos or podcasts without first talking to your financial advisor. These people on this episode, they're here for your and their entertainment purposes only. I'm Bobby. I'm Joe. We'll see you here back next time with another episode of Money with Friends. Bam, nailed it.